Welcome to I'm Sorry What Weddings. I'm Ashley Sleek and this is the podcast where I take all of my wedding knowledge after being a 12-time bridesmaid and put it to the test and share with you the best ways to survive the wedding season. And let's be honest, that is year-round. I'm bringing on my friends and wedding professionals to chat with us about stories and tips and tricks and I am so excited for this podcast and thank you so much for listening. Hi friends, I'm so excited. This week, our special guest on the podcast is my dad. I'm so excited to have him on. So he has been on the podcast before. You can check out that episode called Dadisms uh, with my very own father. And uh, I have him on to talk weddings because he has a nice little resume like myself. I totally forget until like the end of this episode that he also was a DJ. So you might have to come back on and talk to me about that. But he's also obviously been married for a long time. He's been the father of the bride. Uh, not for me, but it's okay <laughs> for my sister. And then he has been a best man and he's been an officiant. So we talk a lot about all those things, specifically giving some good tips on officiating and um, speeches in general. So, you know, if you are a best man, a maid of honor, um, you know, a father or mother of the groom or bride and having to give a speech, this episode is really for you. And there's just a lot of hilarious little anecdotes in here. I cracked myself up editing it and um, it's a really good time. I also wanted to explain a little background because we talk a lot about uh, Aaron and Jake in this episode. So my dad officiated Aaron and Jake's wedding, which I was also a bridesmaid in. And so my dad used to coach high school lacrosse uh, when I was there. And then he hit the head coach was also named John and that was Aaron's dad. So it was John and John. And then Aaron and I uh, played two years at Livermore High and then two years at Sonoma State together. So when she was getting married, you know, she asked my dad because he had coached her. So just like a little background, because I don't think we like explain it in the episode. I don't want you to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? You know? So anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. I think you're gonna love this episode. And don't forget to let me know what you think in the comments. Okay, bye. Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What Weddings. This is a podcast where I talk all things weddings and bring on people who love weddings or just love me enough to do this with me. And I'm pretty sure that's what's happening today. So um, I'm really honored to have back again on I'm Sorry What, a returning guest, uh, first first guest to have crossed both realms of I'm Sorry What and I'm Sorry What Weddings. I have my dad on, Mr. John Florin. Hello. Hello, Ashley. Yeah, welcome, welcome back to the podcast, you Thank know. Thank you. Thank you. We are in a different environment this time. Um, last time we were secluded to the cat's bedroom. Yes. Uh, now we are in what it was once my bedroom, once Jillian's bedroom, might be mom's office, your hangout every once in a while, multi-purpose room. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. That's a good vibe today. Um, so my, my dad got to be on here for many reasons, you know, he's he's played many roles Obviously, he's been a father of a bride, not for me, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, he's been the father of a bride. He's officiated, which is the big reason I wanted you to come on today. But I just found out a, a mere hours ago that you've also been a best man three times. Yes. So you're, you know, you're not quite at my level, but, you know, you, you made your journeys to be there. <laughs> out of my friends, I'm hitting a thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> But also, obviously, your husband. So you've been married yourself, which is exciting. Just once. Thanks for reminding me. That's a pretty good track record these days. You know what I mean? So that's a that's a big day. So, you know, uh, as as a husband, 
you know, you got married once upon a time. What what year was that for the people? 1987. That's good. I didn't prep him with that question. That was just a that was a catch, you know. Um. So so my first question I want to ask you for us to ease in is, you know, for all of us millennials, okay. I think the number one annoying thing that our parents do when we get married is constantly complain about what it's like to get married now and how ridiculous it is. You know, I mean, I hear this. I'm not even a bride, but I've heard this many times, you know, from other mothers, from brides saying it about their parents. So, you know, since I had the opportunity to ask you, what what do you feel like is this big difference between like, what are some of the big differences between getting married when you got married and, you know, getting married now? So what first came to my mind is most of the weddings in the 80s, 90s and up to 2000s all were church related. They were held yeah. in a church. Plus that. And, um, you know, so it, it was always, uh, you know, a preacher or a father mm-hmm. or whatever. This is where I got in trouble with having church weddings when I was in there because I kept referring to the father as Padre. <laughs> and he didn't like that very much. And so <laughs> I got the other thing was the Catholic wedding that I was in. Every time you walk past the podium, you know, you're supposed to do the like finger cross thing. With oh, your, yeah. Know, no one prepped you. No one prepped me. So I'm just like cutting across here. And all of a sudden they're like, <gasps> I don't know. What's going on? You got to bless yourself. I said, I am blessed. You know, so I just <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> so the, um, yeah, and I was thinking about it because you, you know, probably the only church wedding you probably participated in or been to was Caitlin and Kathleen's. I, I have, uh, yeah. So I've been in; those are the only weddings I've been in that I can remember were that were in a church, and it was scary. I'm actually I'm gonna have Caitlin on the podcast mm-hmm. to talk about that experience. You know, nice. I'm not saying it was scary in a disrespectful way. I'm saying it was scary, and there were a lot of rules way. Like, we couldn't chew gum or be drunk, which in a modern wedding is, it's almost a requirement, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, another thing, because uh, you just brought it up to me, was there wasn't, didn't seem to be such the big deal of the um, bachelor party and bachelorette party. Right. That was not, you know, yeah, there was bachelor parties. I don't recall bachelorette parties until mom had one okay okay yeah but i think they might have went by a different kind of name than bachelorette i learned Um, that in in different countries it's called a hen party which i when i get married i want it to be called that exclusively damn i didn't look into why it's called that but i i want i Mm -hmm. want mine to be called a hen party yeah so um one of the other things that i've also noticed is that there's not back then there was always this big moment about who gives the bride away oh yeah it was always you know the father standing there goes the mother and i give this bride yes you know to this young man and all this kind of stuff right in the weddings that i've been to that i officiated at and that i've went and seen of yours i can't recall a that question being asked did you did you feel like you were robbed because aunt tiffany didn't ask you at jillian's 
Tiffany asked a question. I I couldn't remember. You just what didn't it answer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of blew past real quick. Yeah, Tiffany yeah. Well, it was 112 and, and, that day, so the yeah, memories might be rough. Yeah, and I, and I did give some kind of answer, but I remember I don't remember seeing that at um, Julie's. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember I Julie's, it. but I kind of think it happened at Jenna's. But I don't. I also don't remember because I was I crying. I think it happened I, at Jenna's. It did happen at Jenna's, but but you're see, right. I think the ones I officiated, I didn't ask, and I also didn't ask. If they wanted that question asked, I think I just blew right by it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we're kind of like, it's, it's, we're in the age of the feminist, okay? Yes. You know what I mean? So no one's like, no one wants to be passed off. Mm. So I think that's why they kind of stopped asking that question, but I yeah. kind of forgot about it. Yeah. I do, I do, I must say, I enjoy the outdoor weddings to the oh, church yeah. weddings. The church weddings, just as soon as you enter that realm, it seems like it's medieval. You know, yeah. like um, some, but when you're at the outdoor weddings, it's outdoors. There's, it might be hot, you know, but you yeah. know, there's, you know, a lot of times there's trees at the venue and shade it, but it, it, it's just a whole different, um, you know, it's feeling. a different vibe for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I have to go back to the bachelor parties because that, I think that's probably the main thing that I hear about a lot yeah. is, is this concept of the bachelor bachelorette parties. The cost. <laughs> you know that uh, i mean that's that's we'll be talking thing. more just, about that later but <laughs> that's, that's that's the most outstanding thing that i uh that rings my head so you uh, don't for the three times you've been a best man you don't remember planning a single bachelor party well i did plan something for hilario but it was really um it was held at my parents house it was just about five or six of us got together and we just sat around and Drank some beers and told Horario, good luck, dude. Yeah. You know, that that yeah. was about it. I do recall a kind of a funny story. Uh, when I lived with uh, Doug and Walter in what was termed the Swamp House. Nice. Um, this girl that we knew who was getting married, um, her husband was not from California. He was from back east. And he was mm-hmm. coming out here. And it was just going to be him and his best man that were coming out. And she wanted to give him a bachelor party. And so she looked this up and said, you guys think you could throw a bachelor party for him at the swamp? No way. You're the, and you were, oh, wow. <laughs> and so we, um, we said, well, you know, it's usually drinking going on every Saturday anyway. So right, what the right, heck? Right. So, um, we just threw a bachelor party for the guy. You, you were know? the step in, uh, groomsman, you know, basically. Yeah. 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 There was, we didn't, we weren't even invited to the wedding. No, <laughs> That didn't even score you the invite. <laughs> no, no, we weren't invited to the wedding. <laughs> oh, that's um, incredible. It was just she's uh, she just knew that, you know, we would have something going on at that place on a weekend, and so. You know, oh so man, was... I mean, gotta say, quite the difference there. I mean, so you listen to the very first episode of this podcast, right. so you're equipped, so you know that that one of the ask Ashley's was the stress about. Can I have my bridesmaid? Like, I want to ask some of my friends to be bridesmaid and some friends I want just to come to the bachelorette. Right. right? Now, imagine this is like such a bro thing. Like, this is such, like, I hate to be hetero norms here, but like, just being a stereotype, like, I could see this happening today where like some dudes throw some guy a bachelor party and they're like, yeah, I wasn't invited to the wedding. Who cares? Yeah. Just like an opportunity, like, where we're like stressing out over the idea of not having a girl, you know, at, all these events and what would happen. So that that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right. So now you've had. So you've been. You know, been been having your bachelor time. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, uh, now you're old. So your kids are getting married. <laughs> <laughs> K 
kid. Sorry, let me kid. let me let me rephrase for the people. You have a child who's married. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you? You know, being the father of the bride. You know, I didn't seem like you had to do much, but you know, was it a kind of a cool feeling? Did you feel like, oh my my kids leaving? I mean, you know, I gotta tell you, it, it was strange. Yeah. And, well, and a lot of it had to do with the COVID situation because yeah. that made it a lot more stressful well for those of but, you who don't know just to jump in i mean if you're a regular of this podcast then you know you know what i'm talking about but my sister got married her wedding date was may 2020 so then you know obviously with covid it was shut down so we had she had two weddings she had a mini wedding in the backyard in september and then we had a, a kind of a reception if you would in the neck the following year so continue mm-hmm. It was yeah. unique. So, so yeah, it, it it just it felt strange that this was happening, um, and I, I think a lot of it felt strange because it was happening in our backyard. Yeah, and that was like the last plan, right? Of Jillian's wedding was <laughs> if it all goes bad, we're gonna end up in the backyard. Right, right. So it was kind of like, okay, we're at that point. Yeah, and yeah. So, so that was kind of strange. So it was like. You know, can the backyard handle this? You know, how how hot it's how hot is it going to be that day? One hundred and twelve. Yes, it was super hot, uh, <laughs> plus smoggy and nasty and all that. So it ended up being beautiful. I mean, no, the wedding was nice, and um, you know, now you know there was this where your mom and I got married, and yeah. we were like, okay, now we're adding family. I'm adding family members. Yeah. You know, um, this whole group of people that I don't really know. Yeah. You know, so they were coming in. What's yeah. this going to be like? And I, I was thinking the same thing. We're adding family family members, you know. Yeah. Uh, we had spent a little time with um, Jeanette. Yeah, but, that's Matt, my brother in law's mom. But we hadn't spent any time with his father, Michael. Yeah. And I don't think we had spent any time with his sister, Kim. We spent an ass ton of time with Ryan, though. Well, yeah, but you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan was Matt's best man, and so you know, it kind of felt like. <laughs> family was already in at that point yeah yeah that good point uh, good point so, so so i was just thinking about how how that whole mesh is going to happen you know so that's yeah, that is interesting um you know but other than that i mean as long as you know jillian and in your time if you're happy i i you know I, there was no big part well we've got yeah. time for me but thank you for <laughs> thank you for bringing it up <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd let you know, you know. Yeah, I thought, good to know that you'll be supportive, but, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, I could have answered and said, well, it's only going to happen once, so I guess it was okay. <laughs> well, luckily for you, Jillian did too, so you know what I mean? Like, I'm really in the clear now. You got to change clothes. Well, you know, a little out of topic, but since, since we are talking about about Jillian's wedding, um, not off topic, but out of, out of order, um, I did want to ask, and now we're adding in, you know, as someone who's also been, you know, I've been a maid of honor and an officiant, so I've given those two types of speeches. Mm-hmm. Now you've given a father of the bride speech, a best man speech, and a father of the bride speech. Like, what 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 do you think was the hardest one? Um, well, to break it down like that, the officiating thing is fa- fairly straightforward. Yeah, you know, you you're prepared. You know what you're gonna do. That's straightforward. Yeah. Um, the father and the bride and the best man are probably two the toughest things to do. Yeah. And the father and bride is really tough. That was that was probably the toughest thing I had to prepare for. Now I'm a I was trained to speak 
and I was trained to be totally prepared right. before you speak. And so when I knew that I was doing the father of bride speech, mm-hmm. um, I started going through my head of things that you have to do. And so, you know, and, and these things were popping in my head. You got to be funny. Yeah. You know, you got to be funny. Um, you know, people are there and they're expecting something like that, right? Yeah. You know, you kind of got to almost be motivational. You know, you yeah. kind of got to ha- have this roar and get out of, you know, um, you to be inspirational. Yeah. You know, expecting to be inspirational, that you're going to pick them up and all this kind of stuff. You know, and there was even a part where I was thinking, I got to embarrass my daughter somehow. I know. I think you checked all those boxes. Right, right. But, well, of course, <laughs> I was prepared. I <laughs> you know, and I was also, I was like, well, you don't want to be long-winded. You don't yeah. want to keep talking and keep talking because we've sat through those before, you know. Yes, we have. <laughs> you know, yes, we, we have. Going. But um, the main thing was just, you know, I, you had to be prepared. Um, I, I don't think you can do it without notes, that you should have your notes. Now, yeah. exception, Kay. Joseph Macias. Yep, 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 yep. His father, the bride's speech, was really good and he did not have notes. But I will bet you next time you're at the ale house with Joe and you're talking to him. Probably next week. Um <laughs> Find out, but I bet you he thought about that speech for months. Well, I, I it, know he thought about it. And so for, for the listeners who aren't familiar, if you listen to the podcast, I'm sorry, what? Uh, I did an episode about, it's one of the best in my opinion. Wedding From hospital to wedding in 72 hours is one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. And it's about mm-hmm. my best friend from high school, Jenna's wedding. So this is her dad. And, you know, yeah, he, he didn't have, he had no notes. There was no notes up there. There was no notes. But... Now, best and man, best man speeches. Um, pressure. Pre- there's just pressure because again, you know, first of all, right off the bat, people think you got to be funny. Yeah. You got to be funny. You got to hit the br- the groom somewhere where he's not expecting to be hit. Yeah. And you got to you know, in you know, engage with the crowd, and you know, so yeah. that, so that they're feeling good for you. And again, I go back to you have to be prepared. You have to know what you're going yes. to say, write it down. You know, standing up there with notes in your hand is not that embarrassing because if people no. think it's embarrassing, you could just hand the notes to them and tell them to stand there and do it. Yes. And find out that they can't. Yep. But where I learned this the most was I was the best man at a, at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And this was back in the drinking days. Okay. Okay. And um, we... First of all, I had a little too much to drink at the rehearsal dinner. Of course. And so we were hungover. And, of course, the next morning we started drinking again. Right. And so by the time of the afternoon, long, this was one of those long, this was a Mexican-Irish family getting married together. Incredible. Both Catholic, both Catholic strong. So this was one of those long weddings with all the stuff in there there was lassos there was you know jumping over brooms there was all kinds of shit incredible in this wedding and so you know we're feeling no pain at this time so it finally gets to the <laughs> to the um best man speech and they're all you know you know you're on and i'm like i've got a blank mind oh no i had no notes i did none of the preparation that i was supposed to do and i get up there and the first thing comes to my mind is um, Carol's family was strong Irish. Hilario was Hispanic, yeah. right? And Hilario was a really good friend of mine. And I I said something to him that I decided I was going to say at this wedding. Oh, no. Right? And I said, 
yeah, Hilario came to me and he told me, um, you know, he wanted me to be his best man in his wedding. And I just kind of looked down and said, dude, you're marrying a white woman. Do you know what you're getting yourself into here? <laughs> and the Hispanic crowd, Mexican crowd, were rolling. The white people over there, the Irish, they were looking to string me up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. So now I'm like, okay, how am I going to get out of this? And I was just, you know, stumbling hey, you, from there. You, you crowd pleased a half, half which, of, yeah, which yeah. was your half. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That is your half of the people. Yeah, yeah. And they were people. Obsessed. I was a little nervous when you started this. I'm like, is, is, is the reason I get canceled <laughs> about to be because I brought my dad on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but um, the main thing was Carol was a stubborn Irish redhead that, you know, she just, her way was her way. And yeah. Mario was the biggest laid back dude I ever met in my life. And it was just like, you would think they would clash, but they were together perfect so so yeah so but had i been prepared had i had notes that would not have been and in there most importantly because i've given this tip to almost everybody for me i'm a pretty strict no drinker that's mm-hmm. a i mean you don't drink at all anymore so mm-hmm. that you know your opinion's off on this one but right. n- when people ask me i know that there's people who get nervous so they need a drink so mm-hmm. usually they'll do i i recommend like maybe one to two but when i i have made the mistake myself of doing what you did and having a little cocktail before at Haley's. And um, that wasn't my fault. There was a, like, obligatory tequila shot prior to walking down the aisle, which was fun. I did appreciate that. And then there was a surprise entrance where the best man and I decided to chug a drink. The only thing I had was Chardonnay. So <laughs> it was rough. And I proceeded to hit on all the firemen, uh, you know, and during my speech. So, you know, I would right. I, I think the cautionary part of this be prepared. Don't drink. Don't drink too much. I, I've yeah. seen plenty. And, you know, I'm going to give it to us ladies on this one. I haven't seen very many drunk maid of honor speeches, but I've seen too many drunk best man speeches. And it's it's never as funny as you think it is. No. no so, so, you know. Be prepared. And maybe don't pull race into it. You know? Yes, I think that's yes. another. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's not the way to go. Yeah. Just three main things you're learning for your speeches today. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so especially when it was a 50-50 crowd there, you know, so Oh man, that's you know. good. Yeah. That's really funny. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> a switching gear. So, you know, one of my uh most annoying things that you say to me, which I've repeated to several people. So maybe you don't remember saying this, but I I will is that, you know, people always go, "Oh my god, Ashley, you've been in 12 le- weddings. You must be so well like." And I, "Oh my god, thank you so much." One time you and I were talking. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, you know, it's I think I was having a bad day and I was fishing for some compliments, and you did not allow that." I was like, "Oh, you know, I mean, I guess people like me. I've been in 12 weddings." You're like, "Yeah, or they know you're good for the money." <laughs> So I'd like to ask now, here on the podcast, how much money do you think I've spent on weddings? I think you could have paid for a mid-sized car in cash (laughs) with the amount of money you spent on weddings. I I feel like I asked you this question and I don't actually know the answer and I'm too afraid to look it up. (laughs) There are certain people that I had to know. There are certain people I've looked it up. And it's it's painful, but I, yeah, it has to be. But I, well, the first thing when I thought about this was that <laughs> yes, she could have bought a mid-sized car <laughs> with cash <laughs> and the amount of money that she's probably spent on weddings. Um, that yeah. <laughs> so now that we've discussed my friends, 
Okay. <laughs> what what exactly do you think I'm going to be like as a bride? Oh, you're a bridezilla, man. No! <laughs> betrayed! <laughs> Absolutely betrayed. George said I wasn't going to be. All right. Play your case. Play your case. Let's no, hear it. I'm, I'm just, I, was cra- I was cracking up when I was listening to your first show and you're going through that whole thing about bridezilla. You be you. And I'm thinking... <laughs> Oh my God, she's talking to herself right now. She's saying, "I know the people will be upset with me, but it's me being me, and I'm going to be." A... No, I, I, I just thought that'd be kind of fancy. Let's see. I think it's going to be expensive. I think it's going to be expensive too. I think it's going to be expensive too. But I, I'm only you know, in for a little amount. So. No, I know, and don't think I would. I didn't take note. The fu- the best part about being a younger sibling, if you do it right. And your older sibling gets married first. You just sit there and you take notes. You take notes and you remember. Because, like, Jillian got two weddings. What a <laughs> So, and, you know, because the thing is that people don't understand. And, you know, when you've set your budget, okay, there's a little, there's other things. So I know that you guys gave her a flat fee, but I also watched the other little things that mom did. Okay. okay. So I got her on watch. I got her on watch. So <laughs> you got notes. I got notes. I got notes. I'm yeah. just kidding. I, yeah. this is why I won't get married for a long time because I have to pay off the, the small car that I purchased for these other weddings in order for me to pay for the wedding of my dreams, yeah. which yeah, I agree. It will be expensive. The other thing that comes to my mind when you talk about you is I can't wait to see the list of guests. <laughs> Yeah, I, and and then the the venue will only hold so many people. Actually, you got to make a decision. No, and it's like, well, we're gonna add a floor or something. We're gonna knock a wall down. <laughs> like, the I, other good part about having your sibling get married first is if they don't invite some people, then you also don't have to. Well, the, yeah, that's true. That's so that true. was nice. That yeah. was nice. You but got you, also, you got but they it. had like a hundred person wedding. So like you know, right, but that helped me because when they yeah. cut some outside's family, then I was like, oh, me too. Then nice. Well, like, but, but also, I mean, are you talking about pre-COVID or after COVID? When no, it that was, was like, a nice. When it yeah, was I'm talking. Cut down I'm talking COVID. <laughs> I'm talking Jillian's backyard wedding was I was like, okay, okay. noted. Oh, I thought for sure that person had to be there. Nope. Nope. No, nope, no, nope, no, they didn't make it to the backyard. There. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to what the expense is gonna be and what how the list. And, the list and, is tough. And then um also how you're gonna pick from that list. The bridesmaids? Bridesmaids and things like that. So the drums. Yeah. So to me that's gonna be the interesting thing. And it's you know, uh, if I didn't think it'd cause some controversy, I'd ask you right now who no. I thought you'd be in it. But that, but that, that you know, we can't have that. We can't have people getting disappointed if their name's not on the list. You know? Yeah, all I was off, think- off air. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> all, all I was thinking was you better hope that like three or four or five of your friends get pregnant. <laughs> well, my pregnant people can be. First of all, they will be. <laughs> right. I'm very prepared for the fact that like, I you know what's fun is like in the movies, right? Like mm-hmm. there's always. Like in bachelorette parties, there's always like the mom that's just like thrilled to be getting a night out. Like that's gonna be my whole bridal party. You know what I mean? Like all my people are gonna be like, "Woo, mom's night out!" You know, like <laughs> I I don't think there will be a single one probably who's not gonna have a child by the time I get married. Okay, there you go. But hopefully, that, that, those were the that, that was yeah. The thing. It's just... gonna be a good time. I okay. uh, you know, the bridezilla is fair. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> 
I don't think I'll be mean. No, I don't think you'll be mean. You hesitated. I just, you hesitated. I, well, yeah. it was noted. <laughs> I just, I think you're going to stick to your, you know, your thing. I, what I really want to see, Can't not wait. so much as the, the wedding part, right? You know, yeah. the whole game. I don't, you know, that, yeah, that's going to happen. I want to see how you always say, and you probably said this before, that let your maid of honor do her stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Is Ashley actually going to do that? <laughs> Depends gonna, on who it is. If, if she has a maid of honor, is she going to just say, okay, you do you. I'm doing this. And so. You know what? Here's the thing. And this is something that George kind of brought up to a little bit. Three years ago? No. I think I'm going to be so fucking tired. Oh. Unless there's a break. So it depends on when it happens. Like if I were to get married right now, mm-hmm. I have planned so many bachelorette parties and I love doing it, but I think I'd want to be like, all right, someone do this shit for me. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. See, so I, I could see, see it, I, I could see it being like that. Yeah, However, I didn't picture that. That's it. No, no. I, but on the flip side, I've also seen a bunch and I know what I like, you know, <laughs> yes. I think my maid of honor is going to have to be one of the somebody who's going to be able to tell me to be quiet and there's only a handful of those people okay, so be you know that's that that's going to be you know i think i i will say this i think there'll be more than one because i think that's going to be tough to handle mm-hmm. with me but yeah. yeah that's a good point um mm-hmm. i feel like i preach that good word so much but i've also seen what happens when you don't do that mm-hmm. and it's really annoying as a maid of honor yeah. and i don't think i want to annoy mine as much yeah but you're true. right the people's gonna be juicy my overall view of it's gonna be is gonna be juicy. I think I'm gonna be a really fun bride. Though. I think my wedding's gonna be really fun. Oh though. yeah, I think it'll be fun. I just you know, the people's gonna be rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, hey, this isn't a you know Nick Jonas and Priyanka's wedding. You can't have, you can't have two, and it can't be a million people. You know, yeah, yeah. this isn't the royal wedding. It's not gonna be televised. Yeah, I mean, Although, if you want that many people, you got to zoom it. <laughs> I mean, I listen to the podcast takes off well enough. I'm looking at a, a Kimmy K style like special. <laughs> or, you know, Courtney, Courtney and Travis are getting their own, their whole own episode on Hulu for their, there that's the goal. There you go. There you go. That, <laughs> that's the that's goal. It. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love that question. Um, Cause I'm a narcissist. Hi friends, you know I love answering your questions and Ask Ashley has been a favorite of the I'm Sorry What podcast and now you can do it for both podcasts. Ask me questions for I'm Sorry What or I'm Sorry What Weddings. Same link, super easy. You can find it on my Instagram or on my TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Click that link in the bio and give me your questions. I can't wait to hear and answer them all. Love you, bye. And all right, so let's pivot into the officiating. Okay. So I've been holding on to this Ask Ashley question. So I, I, I saved it for us. Okay. Because, you know, my dad and I are both professional. <laughs> we both have two weddings under our belt. Mm-hmm. Technically, we're also both ordained from the same church. Shout out to Universal Life. Universal Life. <laughs> and it is there is a rule that three or more of us together could start a church. So you could be looking at the beginnings of our cult sess church. Um, you know, so I've done... Send money. <laughs> send money. You can Venmo me. <laughs> uh, so my dad's done as I, uh, you know, my my friend Aaron's and then your sister's. Mm-hmm. I've done uh, my friend Kenzie mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and my friend Emily and Alistair, which 
I have to say, but the fun thing about Kenzie and Aaron's is that they had a lot of the same people at their wedding. So they've seen both you and I officiate. And you best believe that at Kenzie's wedding, I was running around asking people who was better. And I got to say this, a lot of people didn't answer. So (laughs) I was guessing it was probably you, which is annoying. But all right, so let me read the Ask Ashley. Dear Ashley, an amazing thing happened. Two of my closest friends are getting married and they asked me to officiate their wedding. Yay, what's up? He could join our cult if he's interested. Okay. Along with your aunt. Along, that's the cult I'm looking for. I'm so excited by this honor, but I'm feeling anxious because I've never done this before. I don't want to screw up their day. Could you give me some do's and don'ts of officiating? Sincerely, new to nuptials. I like that they gave me a, a name. Not everybody yeah, that, does that. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you kick it off. Number one, I thought you got to be prepared. I mean, I go right back to the, the bachelor speech or the <laughs> best man speech. Um, Write everything out and bring that outline with you. you yeah, know? that's a big one. Like, you're, it's not, that's especially the place where it's not weird to yeah. have a book in front of you. Most yeah. people are supposed to have a Bible, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I, I usually, and for that, just to jump in, you know, black book. I use a black binder mm-hmm. and it was nice. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be anything like, don't go spend your money on something super fancy. No, but like, be, don't make it neon green. Either, just no, no, just like a one, like an, an inch. That's what I did yeah. with mine. But like, mm-hmm. but make sure it's black. I just feel like we should address that. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, some people aren't, I don't, I think this person would know, but I'm just saying that some people aren't smart and they'll go get a purple binder <laughs> and then you look like an asshole. Like, daisies on you're, it yeah, you're in every, you're in all the photos. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, number two, if available, make sure you work with a wedding planner or a wedding coordinator at the yeah. site, because if not, if there's no wedding coordinator and no wedding planner, it's you, you are the wedding coordinator, yeah. <laughs> which means that instead of standing around thinking about what you're going to say that day, you're sitting there going, okay, guys, come on, let's get together. You're going to walk down this way. <laughs> yep. And that's not what you want to do. Yeah. That's not what you're being not well paid. You're not being paid, but it's not what you're yeah. there for. Um, anything to add for that? No, no, that was a good one. I mean, make sure you connect. I would ask the bride and the groom way ahead of time about this. Because if you are the coordinator, you guys need to have that conversation too. And just understanding the expectations of the day, which I'm sure you have about talking to them ahead of time. But mm-hmm. that is something to add. When you sit down with the bride and the groom and talk to them about what they're looking for, uh, make sure that that's one of them because yeah you you then become the the star and also sometimes the officiant and the dj can have similar jobs when it right. comes to announcing and things right. like that right. so just understanding is a dj an mc are you the mc like because i've seen I, some officiants like announce you left this out that i have dj like oh shit seven weddings. <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> Oh yeah. shit! I can't believe I forgot about. I d- we could have done the DJ thing on here too. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. you have been a DJ. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where mom fell in love with you. <laughs> One of the places. Yes. My mom. Uh, I think we talked about this when we did his episode. But just to, just it's one of my favorite stories. You know, my my dad was DJing a wedding that my mom was at, and she was sitting in the front requesting songs, <laughs> yeah. sharing her demands early, crazy white girl style. <laughs> Not long after that, I was at Hilario's wedding. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So another thing, um, make sure you understand and do the paperwork correctly. You know, because yeah. if your signature's in the wrong place, you put something wrong, 
You screw up their whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you screw up the wedding. And they have to, like, pay it. Yeah. And they so, have to, like, so, re-register. Now, don't... It's not your responsibility to get that to what it, it okay. has to go. That This is my big thing, because it used to be. Mm-hmm. It used to be the officiant's job to turn in the paperwork. You tell them no. Yeah. You tell them, hell no. Because for Kenzie's, she's registered in Sonoma County. I'm not fucking driving to Petaluma for you, girlfriend. Like, <laughs> yeah. hell no. I mean, they took it. I I was responsible for it in the way where the bride forgot it and I grabbed it for her. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you don't have to be. That used to be a thing. I didn't know, but someone said that to me. Oh, you're supposed to turn it in. Hell no. No, just no. That's... Let the bride and the groom take care of that. Bride and grooms, you're taking care of that. Don't put that on your officiant. Yeah, don't put that on you because... You know, it, you know, you lose it in the mail. You got all the stuff. So, yeah. So none of this. And, um, the fourth thing is that you need to spend time with just a couple to really get to know them. Yeah. And um, and ask them what their fears are for the at the wedding. Oh, you know, what, nice. What, what what they're afraid that might happen, so that you can kind of make sure that doesn't happen. And um, you know, but really get to know them. Get to know have them talk about their family yeah um, so that you can have an idea of who who you should kind of walk watch for and you know like and important on that is you're not asking so you can then give a report like I, right. I, I feel like sometimes officiants turn the wedding into like a book report on the couple which yeah, I think no, is yeah, the no, number no, no. one thing I would avoid yeah. but I think it's good to under because you want to be immersed in their relationship and what makes it special yeah um you also you know you want to really get to know them because you don't you know you know them but you don't know how they how their family how they react to their family so when you're when you're being efficient you know there's there's time where you you know you're up to talking yep and so you know you might in the back of your mind have some crazy joke about you know about the couple that you know Right? right, but all of a sudden they're talking about it and they say, "Oh, my grandmother never knew about that." Yeah, that's all sudden, yes. All By the like, way, maid of yeah. honors, best man, that too, that yeah. too. So, so you know, yeah. don't tell those, don't, don't don't tell those type of jokes, and just you know, you get a feel for what they, you know, even though you think you know the how they met story, get them how they met story. Absolutely, you know, and uh, put that. And in they there. love to fucking talk about it. By the way. Yeah. So, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this isn't a this isn't a burden to be put mm-hmm. on them. You know. Yeah. And also, um, you know, but for me, number five is just, you know, relax and breathe mm-hmm. and remember you are, you are the one they wanted at this wedding. Yes. You know, so um, if they didn't want, I mean, it's first of all, it's not in a church. So it's not yeah. traditional. It's not what a preacher or father or padre or yeah. whoever it is. Right. Um, so they wanted you to do this. So relax and just you know go with it and don't don't worry about it and if, you know and if you mess up no one's gonna know you know it's it's <laughs> it's surprisingly not the most memorable part but i will say this if you are really really bad and you have to be really bad people will remember oh yeah yeah, yeah. but like but you have to be so bad for people to remember like yeah. i mean i i and i and i am an officiant and i don't expect anybody to have remembered like exactly what I said. Like I expected them, like they remember that it was good. And there's mm-hmm. a, a very small, and I, like I said, I've been to 30 weddings mm-hmm. and there is a very small amount of officiants that I can remember that I'm like, mm-hmm. like being bad. Like there's people mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that was so great. But like, 
It's yeah. not. A, it's not about you. No, it's not. I think that's like the big, the big one. Like it's, it's not about you and you know, it's, it's really hard to fuck it up. So like, don't go in there. Like you can, that's why I'm giving that preference, but like, it's pretty hard to, you know, I I was just thinking about this when you're talking, I wonder if, if churches, because for the church, this was a big moneymaker, right? When you got married there, cause you had to pay the, you know, preacher, you had to pay for the church. You had to, you know, you know, there was cash on and the churches aren't upset about, you know, they don't yeah. mind asking for cash. No. And so I wonder if there's like a pressure if someone goes to a church where the church is like, well, you got to get married here. You got to or tell them, you know, the, the oh, bride's sure. mom saying, you know, Sally, you know, we've known the her since yes. she was old. So, so, so you yeah. think the Catholic guilt just goes away when you get engaged? <laughs> well, like, yeah, hell no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know, we're not conducting classes here. You know, I'm not sitting down with anybody saying, okay, let's sit down. I, I have feelings. heard from people that like when it's, or if there's a family member who's religious, like that's a whole, whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I know we'll get into, get into that. But. <laughs> um, be sure to look at the couple when you're talking to them. Yeah. You know, look them, look at them. It is a little intimidating when they look back at you. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, no, look, at, you guys look at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, which They're is something looking... I would tell them mm-hmm. at the rehearsal. This is something I haven't done, but I would like remind the couple that like they don't have to look at me. Mm-hmm. Like you look at them like it's intimate, but they don't have to look at you. They can look at each other because I think the right. natural thing is they feel like mm-hmm. they have to. I'm like, no, no, it's I'm not the one you're in love with. Like yeah. I'm talking about love and I don't need you making love eyes of me. Um, remember that as efficient, you are in charge. So take your time. You yeah. know, don't, you know, there's a lot of people, especially when they're public speaking, they get up there and they're, they're rattling their words real fast and going through and something that should take five minutes took two. <laughs> right. It's like, so take your time, take your breath. Um, also this is, to me, this is very big. Um, let them know how honored you are that you are officiating, yes. you know, tell them. Tell that, and, and you know, and along with that, you know, tell the audience how you know the couple. Yeah, um, I actually because, asked you this. I remember mm-hmm. when I was doing, I think when I did Kenzie's, I didn't have it in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't want to make it about myself. All right, that's what and, you think. Yeah, but then, but you had a good point. It's like, I mean, at Kenzie's, I I knew a lot of the players in the game at that wedding, but like, mm-hmm. but also there was people I hadn't seen in a really long time that were like what the fuck? Like, what's this girl doing up there? You know? Yeah. So what it was, I well, think well, it was nice to someone, tell people. Someone, else, even though you, you might've known the bride or the groom since, you know, you guys were in kindergarten together or something. Yeah. But there's someone, some family member out there who doesn't know who you are. Yeah. You know, someone flew in from another state or something like this. And they're like, well, who's this guy? Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Who's this gal yeah. standing up there doing it? Why are they doing this? Yeah. And all of a sudden, and you you know, you get in and you tell them how you know them. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Now yeah. I understand why they're... Um, it also helps tell a story. It helps, like, yeah. the personal mm-hmm. part of it, too. Because, like, you know, when I did Emily and Alistair's, I had met Emily at Sonoma State. And I then got to talk about how I met Alistair and that, and then like, Mm -hmm. to me, it led in to talking about their relationship because I was like, I could tell how much they loved each other because of the way Emily was so excited for me to meet him. So it was like, Mm -hmm. it was a good tie in and same with with Kenzie and Aaron, you know, it was like, you know, I, I know them their entire relationship, you know, which kind of then led me to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, how long they've been together and all that stuff. So, yeah, well, especially, you know, from like when I was doing Aaron and Jake's that. 
why is this guy up there? I mean, I'm sure I, I a lot of hear... people didn't know you. Well, no, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, Jake's whole side of family didn't know who the hell I was. You know, yeah. and so you know, they're like looking at me like, you know, what, you know, what's this guy? So you know, was this I, was this running efficient? I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where did they find this guy? You know, so um, you know, so you gotta let them know, you know, uh, what's going on. And um, and then my last thing I said, just this is not about you. And I think you mentioned this is not about you. So yeah, just just, just it go. is not about yeah. you. Yeah, so that those are my things. What else did you? You know, I would say a cup the the few things that you know we missed, but I think we covered a lot of it. Is it's so important to set expectations with the couple. Yeah, and just understanding. You know, I know we're <laughs> we'll touch on this later, but just. Do do they want it to have any aspect of religion in there? Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that if you are not comfortable with that, that's okay. They can find, like, I'm not a big church person. I could read a couple Bible verses if I needed to. I have in my past. But, you know, if they wanted someone who was really, like, believed in God, I would be like, no. You know would, what I mean? Like that, like church, go get sure. someone. I know, but like, you know, yeah. there are some people who still want to be modern, but they still want religion. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was, that wasn't my thing. But I think the other thing is, you know, like you said, I think the fears was a really good point. How mm-hmm. long do you want it? Cause some of these yeah. people, like, I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> like both weddings I officiated, they were like as quick as possible. And yeah. I was like, sick. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, and I felt bad after Kenzie's was pretty quick. But it's also 100 degrees that day. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's what the crowd remembers about me was I didn't make them stand sit in the sun for too long. But, yeah. you know, I asked. I was like, how, how long do you want it? You know, what are the key elements you want me to hit on? You know, mm-hmm. but also, like you said, remember that they chose you. Yep. And and as you know, you got to you got to warn your bridezillas here. Me, myself, <laughs> I'm I'm throwing myself in there. We're like, I don't want to write my own ceremony. I'm going to choose somebody so they do it. So remember that. Like, mm-hmm. you, like of course, ask, like, what, like, if there's my main things. But they asked you. So bring your own personality to it. You know, I was mm-hmm. nervous about doing uh, Emily and Alistair's. Like, you know, obviously, I was going to have some jokes, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we picked you. Radio personality. Like, <laughs> you know, we want you to do it. Kenzie's, I was not worried about anything I was going to say because I already knew I was going to be in trouble. So, like, I was like, we're doing this. We're doing this big. They knew, they knew who they were getting, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think you'd be yourself, relax. It's, it's not, you know, if you fumble your words, no one's going to remember that. Hmm. And trust me, if you fumble your words, you will not fumble harder than the best man. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just remember, there's a bunch of speeches coming (laughs) after you and they, they could be worse. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you might not be the most memorable one. (laughs) That's that's about it. That's. Well, that was great. I hope that answered his question her, I hope so. I hope, I hope, yeah, I hope they, I hope they, they feel satisfied. New nuptials? Yeah. yeah so, yes. Yeah, so, All right. I, well, we're rearing towards the end. So obviously we got to hit your, I'm sorry, what weddings moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. What moment goes back to as an officiant oh. and a lot of stuff like we were just talking about um, and being asked, will you have any Bible um, quotes or verses in the service <laughs> by and an outsider, like not the bride and groom. Yeah, yeah. This is by now. This was someone who I just you know saw at the wedding. Yes, and found out that I was officiating, and you know brought Asked. that to my attention. <laughs> um, are you going to have this? 
And then it was after that, I was like, well, no, they didn't, you know, I want to talk to them. They didn't want anything. Was, oh, oh, well, grandma. <laughs> it's always grandma. Is expecting something like that. And I'm just like looking at them saying, they chose me because they didn't want right Bible verses. Yes. And they didn't, you know, and um, I just looked at them and said, my verses, they're going to be from Rocky and Bob Marley. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which, if you knew this couple, was actually very spot on. Like, yeah. very, yeah. very, very spot on. Yeah, so that... Um... And, you know, I, I I also had this happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I ta- I I can say who, because I, ta- I told this story on the podcast on I'm Sorry What. When I officiated Kenzie's wedding, I, you know, her brother and I had known each other for years. So he was bringing me around to meet everybody, and he introduced me to Grandma. And he said, Grandma, this is the officiant. And she looked at me with just so much judgment. And she goes, you're a minister? And I said, oh, no, who's going to tell grandma? Nobody told grandma. So, hey, uh, brides and grooms, tell your fucking grandparents that you're not having a religious wedding. This We are not your scapegoats. And if we are going to be, give us a heads up so we could be prepared. Yeah, actually, you know? when you said that, that just reminded me because at the rehearsal dinner, yeah, um, grandma cornered me. Yeah, and asked it's me, always the grandmas. And asked me, you know, where where where's your church? <laughs> I'm like, a lounge chair, <laughs> right here in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Good old uh, Livermore. My uh, church is at the L House, actually. <laughs> if someone were to have asked me, I worship at the L House in Livermore, California. Did uh, you know, by the way? Sorry, sorry to totally derail, but did you know that there are pictures of married people up at the ale house no i did not know that this is the new goal this is the new goal um well that cuts the list down well sure well i did say i did say that if i could get married in the ale house i would but i wouldn't really because i don't like the lighting but you know besides that and the fact that yes i could not fit my wedding at at the ale house but at least you know the rehearsal dinner um, not that I haven't planned or anything, but yeah, Sergio was like, oh, you're trying to, like you have a say in the rehearsal dinner. You don't have a say in the rehearsal dinner. Oh shit. You're right. <laughs> you know what though? This is why I need it to work out with the otter. Cause his, cause his family's from Livermore. So they're going to fucking get it. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. You're right. I have to, I have to be one of those people, you know, that's like, I can't marry outside of the Livermore cult because I need to go to the L house. Shit, that's a good point. Forgot about that. So in case you don't know, if you don't know, traditionally the the groom's parents pay and plan the... But, you know, it's also... It's 2023. You know what I mean? We don't know what's going to happen. And it's going to be a couple years for me because I got to pay off my bridesmaid's debt. (laughs) But, um, you know, I... I, You know, I didn't prep myself and I'm sorry what moment, but I wanted to... I thought of one while we were talking about officiating. And I just want you to know um, also... Officiants, you have to be at the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Period. <laughs> that you. This is your yeah. time to shine. Yeah. And I'm sorry, what? Clear your damn schedule. <laughs> I know this is tough, but like bridesmaids, I know I'm. I know there's brides that are gonna be mad at me for saying this. And I'm sorry, but like you can miss the you can miss the rehearsal and it will be fine. Officiants, you gotta be there. You absolutely have to be there. Yes, especially. If there's no wedding coordinator. Especially if there's no wedding coordinator. <laughs> because because um, you have to take charge because 
mama, either bride or groom, mama going to take over and try to and it's going to be rough. And it's going to be the bride's mom, by the way. Yeah, and then it then it just really gets into a situation where they're going at each other, and, and it's like I haven't seen a good wedding fight since the one time Doug and I DJed. <laughs> we did a DJ party one time, and this totally off thing, but. It was going along pretty good, we thought. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a fight broke out. <laughs> We're like, like a fist fight? Yeah, right there in a wedding. You know, so that's um, those are those are some of the adventures of being a DJ. Especially when we were DJs, we um, we didn't charge much. Yeah, we I would were, assume we were a hundred dollars in a case of beer. <laughs> and um, what you got, you didn't get no fancy light jobs. You didn't get yeah. no, you know, things like that. What you got was two turntables, a mixer, two big ass speakers. And, and two, some bros. And two crazy guys that would just do about anything just to entertain people. Yeah. So, yeah. So there wasn't much. So a fight breaking out was just about right, right in our pay range. <laughs> well, what's fun about, and you know, we might have to have you on for another episode talk about DJ stories because... <laughs> I the weddings that I've DJed, I've known the couple. Hmm. But what a new experience when you don't know them. Like yeah, when you're coming in, rolling into a randos. I mean, like I haven't really had the pleasure of being anybody's plus one, so I don't really know how. How to, I've never really rolled into a wedding where I didn't know anybody. I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And so you know, the observations from the outside when you don't have skin in the game, that's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I forgot about you being a DJ. Yeah. Some fist fights, huh? Yeah. Damn, I mean, I, I've i seen some drama. I've seen some cattiness. But I haven't seen anyone throw a punch yet. Okay, there you go. I hope it's not mine. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much for coming yeah. on. Yeah, Again, I, I think this is the best time, you know. Enjoyable. Congratulations on being married for how long? <laughs> 36 years. I just want you guys to know that I historically miss my parents' anniversary. It's May 9th. Yes. But I miss it every year. And every year I have some disaster on that day. That's not a disaster. Like one time I got my foot stuck in a hole at Sonoma State. And I just called you guys to bitch about it. I'm like, what are you doing? And mom's like, you know, we're just at this nice winery for our anniversary. And I'm like, oh, you got one. Your other daughter like posts and shit. You know what I mean? This is why you have two. Like, you know, we we balance, you know. But, uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, congratulations on having a kid get married. I hope that your other one does too. Mm, okay. Um, for the fans. <laughs> and you know, wow, what a what a colorful wedding history you have had. And we appreciate mm. your expertise here on the podcast. Yes. Um, you know, I I'm sure Aaron and Jake are gonna love that their officiants the star of the show, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this round. But any 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 parting thoughts for the for the people? No, just thanks for let me be a part of this. And so hopefully this is successful. (laughs) I hope it's successful too. I'm hoping it pays for the wedding. So (laughs) that's kind of the plan. (laughs) There we go. Now we're talking. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening. My dad asked this question. I don't know the answer, but I keep asking you to like the podcast and, um, He's like, where do you like it? And then I looked on the podcast and I don't actually know. So I'm just going to skip that to man and ask if you could rate. That would be cool. If you could um, download, that would be awesome. If you could subscribe, that would be even better. And don't forget to follow me at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's on TikTok and Instagram. Put in your Ask Ashley questions. If they're good enough for my dad, maybe I'll bring them him back on for him. But uh <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you again, Dad, for being on the podcast. This was a great time. Um, we're going to go have some wine with Mom now. So, uh, okay, bye. <laughs>